Hey, thank you for listening to Beyond the Court Ministries. My name is Destiny Hughes Santos. If you're busy and you want to learn more of the Word, this is a place where you can grow in the Word of God and get something and apply it practically to your life. So thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoy the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. So we are studying the book of Luke, and currently we are in Luke chapter 3. And last time we looked at verse 1 through 6, and we saw how John the Baptist didn't even start his ministry until after he lived in the wilderness for some time. And so we looked at the wilderness and what the wilderness can represent. One thing we spoke about last time was the wilderness representing a place of growth and maturity and allowing God to mature us because it's an isolated season. We talked about also that in those isolated moments, we can find our identity. So that way, when God do open the doors of opportunity, that we're ready and we can go out with confidence and fulfill God's purpose on our lives because we have been properly prepared in the wilderness. So that's what we spoke about last time. And today we're going to pick up in verse seven. And it says, when the crowds came to John for baptism, he said, you brood of snakes who warned you to flee God's coming wrath. Prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe, for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing, for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Even now, the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to server the roots of the trees. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. The crowds asked, What should we do? John replied, If you have two shirts, give one to the poor. If you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Even corrupt tax collectors came to be baptized and asked, Teacher, what should we do? He replied, Collect no more taxes than the government requires. Verse 14, What should we do? asked some soldiers. John replied, Don't extort money or make false accusations and be content with your pay. And we're going to stop right there. So I got a lot from this passage. The first thing that stood out to me was John's response to the people who actually came to him to be baptized. Um, He immediately rebuked them. And that was kind of my first question. Like, why did John immediately just kind of rebuke them when they were actually coming to him to be baptized? And What struck me was what John said in verse 8. He not only called them brutus snakes, um, but in verse 8, he said, Prove by the way that you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe, for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing. And so I think John, he was very upfront. He was very confrontational. And... I think John was serious. He said, you know, don't just come and do this one thing, but then go out and live totally different than what this is all about. And they were saying, oh, well, we're descendants of Abraham. And John's like, that doesn't mean anything. You know, you got to prove it by the way that you live. And so how can we apply this to our life? Just being a believer, sometimes we can say, oh, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe whether I go to church or or I'm, I'm in a small group, or I read my Bible, even if I pray, and I do believe, but if my lifestyle doesn't match up to my faith, then it doesn't really matter. I've missed the whole point. And so 
there is a lifestyle that comes with following God. And I like that the people who came to him didn't get offended by what he said. In fact, they actually asked, well, what should we do then? Um, and there was three types of groups that asked that question. Uh, in verse 10, the crowds asked, what should we do? In verse 12, the corrupt tax collectors asked. And then in 14, the soldiers so we're going to look at those three groups and see how we can relate to each one. And so here is John first saying, hey, you know, don't just come here and get baptized and think you're all good. No, you got to prove it by the way that you live. And so here they are saying, OK, well, how do we do that? What does it look like? How do I follow God? What should my lifestyle look like? And so first it was the crowds. What should we do? And John said, if you have two shirts, give one to the poor. If you have food. Share it with those who are hungry. And that, to me, is speaking of generosity. So when I think of the crowd, I think of everybody. It includes everybody. It's just a big gathering of people. And they're like, what should we do? And he's like, hey, be generous. Bless the poor. If you got a shirt, if you got two shirts, give one to someone who doesn't have one. If you got food, share it. He's speaking of generosity. So to me, that's that symbolizes love. How should my life look like? I should be constantly loving people through generosity and not be selfish with even if I don't have a lot to give away, if I have more than the next person, I can still help be a blessing to them. And this is one way how we can show that we follow God in our lives and prove it in our lifestyle by being generous and blessing people, especially those who are less fortunate. The second group of people that asked was the corrupt tax collectors and in that time, a lot of the tax collectors would um, take more money than they were supposed to. They were known for like stealing money from the people on purpose. So when the tax collectors came to see John and said, okay, well, what should we do? He replied, collect no more taxes than the government requires. So basically, John is saying, stop stealing money. You know, just collect no more than what's required. And so what can the corrupt tax collectors represent in our lives? And I'm looking at that as like sin, anything that we know is wrong and that we are aware that it's wrong, pretty much just to stop doing those things. Um, so one way we can live out our faith is by being generous to people, loving people, um, and not holding on and not being selfish with our things, but really caring and giving out of compassion and out of love. Another way is any sin in our life that we know is wrong, we may not know it's wrong yet, and maybe God shows us later, like, hey, this I don't want you to do this, this is wrong. We just stop doing those things. Um, so simply just repent and we turn from the things that we know we are wrong. For the tax collectors, pretty much they needed to stop stealing money. They couldn't come get baptized and then continue to steal money. And in the same way, you know, as we follow God, Whatever it is that we know is wrong and goes against God's values, we should simply just stop doing those things. And then the last one is the soldiers. And they said, well, what should we do? And John replied, don't extort money or make false accusations and be content with your pay. So pretty much John was speaking to the soldiers about their authority, you know, not abusing their power and to be content with their pay. So what can the soldiers represent? And I looked at that as our position, you know, any position that comes with authority, whether it's a parent, a coach, a teacher, a boss, a supervisor, a captain, a team leader, you know, any position of authority. I think John is saying don't abuse that position. And when he says to be content with your pay, 
I look at that as like, you know, be content with what we have. Not that we don't strive for excellence, but to allow Jesus model as a servant and use our authority to, to truly serve and bless people. So those are the things that stood out to me. Obviously, there's a lot more ways we can live out our faith. But based on the, these passages, what John the Baptist mentioned, I thought were some good ones, you know, and some tips that we can line up in our lives. So ultimately, what can we get from the passage today is one to not just be content with being a believer and going through the motions, but to live it out day to day. Don't just have faith, live out my faith. And how do I live out my faith? What does that even look like? Well, one, be generous. Love people and show it by generosity. Two, stop sinning. Whatever is wrong and you know it's wrong, just stop doing those things. And then three, to not abuse any position or power that we're given and to be a servant leader, especially when we do have a position of authority, to look to serve people first and not to abuse that. So that's the message for today. So let's just end in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that we can look at your word and take away principles that we can apply to our lives to help us follow you and to help us live it out every day so that we can live as children of the light and encourage so many other people around us. And so, Lord, I just pray that you will help us to live it out day to day. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Court Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed the message today, please subscribe and share with others as I will continue to upload weekly messages. Also, if you would like a daily devotional, shoot me an email at destinyhughes20 at gmail.com. That's D-E-S-T-I-N-I-H-U-G-H-E-S-2-0 at gmail.com. Thanks and have a blessed day.